news. Traffic and AccuWeather. The traffic, the weather. Always come first. This is the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware. Yeah. Now on FM 1071. Let's go. Gotta keep that money river flowing to Ukraine, don't you know? It's a 506 now, 550 KTSA, FM 1071, Trey Ware page, KTSA.com. Good morning. And yeah, the Money River will continue to flow to Ukraine. America last, America last, America last, Ukraine first. Because, you know, we got to fill the coffers of Ukraine so they can turn around and steal that money and skim off the top of that money and send some back to Democrats. Oh, and, and Republicans too, you know, because the swamp has Democrats and Republicans both. Well, the Senate's been up all night, and Cruz and Vance and Lee and Rand Paul and a couple of others have been trying to stop this Ukrainian giveaway of your cash, of your money. I'm going to play cut number seven here, Jimmy. The Swamp Republicans turned on the voters to vote yes to putting Ukraine ahead of the USA. All this money, 60-plus billion dollars in this, Keep the money river flowing to Ukraine and not a dime for your border. I want to hear what Rand Paul, Senator, had to say in the middle of the night. Let's listen Open to this. Open the champagne. Pop the cork. The Senate Democrat leader and the Republican leader are on the way to Kiev. They've got $60 billion they're bringing. I don't know if it'll be cash in pallets, but they're taking your money to Kiev. Now, they didn't have much time, really no time and no money, to do anything about our border. We're being invaded. A literal invasion's coming across our border. 800,000 people came illegally in the last month, and all they had time to do in the Senate was get the money, get the cash pallets, load the planes, get the champagne ready, and fly to Kiev. That's essentially what they're going to do. And we know that Ukraine is a money laundering operation. Well, America last, America last, America last. Stealing from you. I call it the betrayal bill. Oh, you want to find out something really interesting that's in it? Okay, so check this out. Do you remember when that little twerp, Alexander Vindman and his twin brother, Eugene Vindman, when they were the ones that were the whistleblowers don't say their name don't say their name were the whistleblowers behind the second trump impeachment about trump's telephone call to Zelensky? hey man we got to check on this deal with the bidens apparently they have been skimming off the top and they're corrupt over there in ukraine we need to check on that and remember when venman was on the other line and he was listening to that and all that and he took it to you know pencil neck adam schiff and the rest of them, nancy pelosi's look what he's doing i can't believe it. okay so check this out in this betrayal bill that the swamp is going to put America last and Ukraine first, there's a provision in there that if a, quote, future president, meaning Donald Trump, because Donald Trump wants these wars to end and has said, I'm going to end the war in the first 24 hours of my presidency, if any president does that in the future then he will be automatically impeached. He will have broken the law, and he will be impeached. That's in this bill. This bill keeps Ukrainian money flowing from you to Ukraine until September 30th of 2025. And if the president 
uh, meaning Donald Trump, steps in and says, uh, no, we're not going to do that anymore, then he is to be immediately impeached. We're talking corruption. We're talking money laundering forever. Not one penny to secure the United States border. Of course, Mitt Kami Romney says it's the most important vote in the history of the United States Senate. Oh, kiss my fanny, Mitt. 210-599-5555. They are voting on it right now as we speak. There are enough votes, they say, to be able to pass this. And so, yes, while America is in decline, while we have a president who is in a mental decline, so much so that he's not able to stand trial and he's not able to run this country, but we are sitting here with our cities going to hell, turning into a vast wasteland, with all the illegal aliens everywhere who are going to steal your vote. Even Elon Musk tweeted that this morning, X'd it this morning. I'll talk about that. But all the illegal aliens and the crime that is bursting forth in America. Every day, every day I tell you about another illegal alien that killed another kid here in the United States. I tell you that every day. I could do an entire show on the homelessness I could do an entire show on the rising crime rates due to illegal aliens coming across our border, just flowing into this country. And they will be allowed to vote in future elections, and that is the point, so that they will you know, put into effect the Democrat national voting bloc forevermore. And instead of doing anything at all to protect our border, the swamp, and I call it the sewer, the sewer which includes Democrats and commie Republicans, turncoat, traitorous, treasonous Republicans. They're going to send all this money to Ukraine. Got to do it, baby, because, you know, that's how we make a living. Ukraine is more important to the sewer Republicans and sewer Democrats and the turncoats and the treasonous senators who are going to vote right now, and every one of them, every one of them, in my view, is committing treason against the United States of America by putting other countries first and sending your money to those other countries. Now, uh, Mike Johnson, the Speaker of the House, says uh, no. Uh -uh. The Senate has said, well, you're not going to be able to amend this. We won't allow you to amend it. You have to vote up or down on it. Okay. There is a procedural uh, notation here. Mike Johnson over in the House is very much against this. He's made that perfectly clear. He did not say it's dead on arrival, but he's very much against it, which indicates that it's dead on arrival. But there is a provision in the procedural rules here that would allow the Senate, with enough votes, to go over the head of the Speaker of the House and take it right to House membership for them to vote on. This is where we are in American politics today. I gave you the names of those, and there are a handful of others who are standing up for you. Ted Cruz, J.D. Vance of Ohio, Mike Lee of Utah, Rand Paul of Kentucky, just a handful and there are a few others, as I said, 
were trying to stop the stealing of America, the theft, the theft of America, the transference of your wealth, your hard-earned money, money that should be spent here at home to protect us here at our borders, to clean up our cities, to restore American greatness. But instead, these treasonous senators are voting today against the United States and for the globalists in Ukraine. And that's where we are. 210-599-5555. The LGBTQ person from El Salvador, who attempted a mass shooting at the Lakewood Church, Joel Osteen's church. We have more details about her hymn, It. Her hymn, It. I'll tell you more about that and my beliefs as to what was going on there. And the House Oversight Committee is making a demand on the Justice Department concerning the old fart Joe Biden. I'm going to tell you more about that coming up. Trey Ware, KTSA. Hey, this is Dave Ramsey. Most people have a phobia. And FM 1071. Yeah. That's a good one to get your morning started. Mm-hmm. Grab yourself a hot cup. As you head on out, look at those red brake lights. It's a 520 at KTSA. Good morning, Trey Ware here. There's Elaine, there's Jimmy, and there's Don. And good morning to everybody. Phones are always open, and you can text uh, there as well at 210-599-5555, I want to play a couple of pieces of sound from yesterday, and then we'll talk about the LGBTQ trans boy, girl, it, whatever, that attempted a mass shooting at uh, at the Lakewood, uh, Lakewood Church uh, in just a second. But first, yesterday, Joe Biden was hosting uh, King uh, from, from, from uh, Jordan at the White House. And boy, what a mess that was. Whew. Well, it started outside. You know, they get out under that portico to walk in, you know. And uh, he just briefly shook the hand of the king, and then he noticed the queen. Whoa. Hubba, 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 says old Joe, man. And all of a sudden, the king wasn't as important because there was a beautiful woman walking up the steps, man, and old Joe got his eyes on her. But there's a couple of things that ABC is not pointing out to you today. And you know, it's part of my job to let you know the truth that's in the news. This show is about liberty and truth because I believe if you're armed with the truth, then nobody can hold you as a slave. You'll be a slave to no man and and no government. So um, let's go ahead and start with cut number four. Um, This was at the beginning. Joe gave I'm perfectly capable of running this country. And then he says, over to you, King. <laughs> like he's a news reporter or something. Over to you, Elaine. Uh, what's, what's the weather like? And so anyway, he steps back and he walks over there to the right. And then he walks back to the left. And then he walks to the center. And he keeps, well, he keeps trying to find his place behind the king. You know what? You're the president. Pick one. Just stand there. It doesn't matter. But he's walking back and forth. Where do I stand? Where do I stand? What do I do? Now, I've been telling you for a long, long time, and I've got more evidence about this, that Barack Hussein Obama is the boss. He the man. He the one running the show. He said in his second uh, term, it was coming to a close, if I could get somebody to wear an earpiece, and I'll watch, and I'll be telling him what to say from behind the scenes. Remember? Remember all that? 
Okay. Well, that's what's going on with this administration. So yesterday, as he's introducing the king and tells the king, hey, welcome back, man. Tells the king, man. Welcome back to the White House, man. He looks over in the corner where a tripod closed-circuit camera is set up, and he points the king in that direction and says, hey, Barack's looking at you right over there. They've got these closed-circuit cameras where Barack can watch everything that's going on and then jump on the headset and say, hey, hey, stop that. Actually, what they do is they type text messages, and they do that to Corrine Jean-Pierre all the time at that podium she's behind. You can see her reading the text messages, and I'll, I'll tell you more about that. But listen to this. Cut number four, Jimmy. Let me start by welcoming His Majesty, the King of Jordan. He's been a good friend. Welcome back to the White House, man. Welcome back. And by the way, Barack's looking at you in the corner over there. Mm, Barack is looking at you in the corner. Closed circuit television so Barack can direct what's going on in these meetings. Cut number three. You know, senile old people, they start to talk about things they're not supposed to talk about. They they start telling the truth. It's it's called saying the quiet part out loud. Um, right now, he has been you know somewhat publicly critical of Israel and Palestine. He's trying to get Israel to stop, even though Palestine, even though the Hamas murderers still have women and children they're raping every single day. And Joe is calling Bibi Netanyahu a pain in his ass, his words, and that uh, he wants him to stop. So he's putting pressure. He's got a pressure campaign behind the scenes to get Netanyahu to stop defending his country. Just let the Palestinians take over and rape more women and children, according to Joe. But you know what's interesting? Yesterday, he was talking about the military action that's going on in Rafah right now. The world looks at this, and ABC tells you that that military action in Rafah is Israel. That's what they say. It's all Israel. Israel's killing all these innocent Palestinians in Rafah. But who's really doing it? I don't know. Let's see who Joe says is doing it. The king and I also discussed the situation in Rafah. As I said yesterday, our military operation in Rafa. Who's? Uh, who's? The major military operation Who, in Rafa. Whose who's military operation? Do it again, Jimmy. The king and I also discussed the situation in Rafa. As I said yesterday, our military operation in Rafa. Our military uh, the, operation in Rafa. Ours. Meaning, United States military operation in Rafa. Of course, ABC's not telling you that. They're not going to point any of this stuff out. Cut number six, Jimmy. So during the briefing yesterday, KJP was asked, and I don't spend a lot of time with her because she's such a loser. <laughs> loser. Anyway, uh, she was asked, well, after the day that the president had today, what's he going to do for the next three days? And guess the answer. There's nothing on the schedule. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday are days off for Joe. Here's here's KJP. I don't have any um, anything yet for tomorrow, Wednesday, um, or, or Thursday. Uh, obviously, when when things move or we have something to share, we'll certainly put that uh, put it, put that out there on the daily guidance. Uh, and uh, obviously, there's some movement happening in Congress as well that we're keeping a close eye on. And so, once we have more to share, we'll have more to share. So she was asked, "What's on his schedule for the remainder of this week?" Nada, nada. Okay, to the LGBTQ shooter over in uh, Joel Osteen's megachurch over in Houston. 
this person <clears throat> was a biological female, the police are saying, but also was, uh, you know, claiming, identifying as a man. So was this person in transition from being a biological female to being a male? Well, apparently so, because this person had a list of aliases as long as your arm, and many of them included names like Jeffrey and male names and stuff like that. Long, 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 long criminal history this this individual had. Far leftists from El Salvador coming across the borders of the United States. How, How much evidence do you really need to spend $60 billion on our border instead of Ukraine's border. So this person from El Salvador comes in here, gets gun legally, which proves your stupid gun laws don't work, bought the gun just last month, well, actually in December, okay, with mental uh, a history of mental illness being committed a 72-hour hold at one point, and still able to buy the gun. Your gun laws don't work. Or, here's here's the other choice to that. You have, you have an A-B here. Either the gun laws don't work, or somebody somewhere in the system is subverting the gun laws and letting these crazy people get guns. Which do you think it is? That's such tinfoil hatness, man. That's so crazy. Is it? Is it crazy that somebody within the system would look the other way and allow the nut jobs to go ahead and get the guns so that they can go on the streets and commit crimes because the more shootings they pull off, the more likely it is that your gun is going to be taken? Is it crazy to think that way? By the way, she was a Bernie Sanders supporter. Oh, don't forget, a supporter of Palestine. Had it on the bunt stock of the gun. So my guess is, this is a nut job. Somebody allowed her to get a gun. Took her seven-year-old son to use as a human shield like her heroes in Hamas do. That's what they do. They use kids in schools as a human shield. Did the same thing. And she got blasted by two good guys with a gun. I encourage you, be the good guy with a gun. And protect our society. Back in just a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Hi, this is Scott Trout of Cordell and Cordell. If you so the senators were up all night. They are voting on this bill to you know ninety five billion dollars, sixty billion of that going directly into the uh, traders of arms and well the traders of America. Um, I, that's what I'm calling these senators who are voting for this. And I got the statement from Ted Cruz and his answer. And we'll get to that in a, in the coming seconds. But first, phones are always open at 210-599-5555. You can call and or text me at that number. Trucker Mike is on the road again. Where are you, Mike? Trucker Mike. Is he there? We lost him. Well, okay, if you get a chance, call back, Mike. Let me tell you, the senators have been up all night. Cruz and Vance and Lee and Rand Paul and a couple of others have been trying to stop this Ukrainian giveaway of $60 billion of your dollars. But swamp Republicans have, uh, have turned traitor on voters, voting yes to putting Ukraine ahead of the United States and America last. I call it the betrayal bill. In this bill is a poison pill also. It's been rigged in order to, if, if Donald Trump wins... 
He will be impeached if he comes in and stops this money river that is flowing to Ukraine. And it is a money river. It's a money river that flows not only into Ukraine, and it's not like it flows into Ukraine and stops. It flows through Ukraine. Ted Cruz, who was going to be on with me this morning, but since they were up all night, uh, has decided to catch himself a little bit of shut-eye, and we'll have him on soon. Said uh, this morning to Elaine, I cannot in good conscience support this bill without real substantial additions to bolster border security. It is important that Israel eradicates Hamas, that Taiwan remains resilient against China's threats, and that Ukraine defeats Russia. I have consistently supported providing aid to ensure these allies are strong. However, we must defend our nation first. I will vote to support aid to our allies, but only after America's border is secured. No state bears the brunt of this burden more heavily than Texas, which is on the front lines of a literal invasion of millions upon millions of illegal aliens. Well said, Senator Cruz. Let's go to Mike. There he is. Trucker Mike, where are you this morning, Mike? Yeah, yeah, let's try this again. Yeah, I'm in um, Alabama uh, right now. Yeah, I'll be making my way back to Texas. Hey, listen, Trey, this, this story here in Houston, it's hard because Houston is where I live at. And my mom, my mom used to attend this church, Lakewood Church in Houston, Texas, before she died. Uh, this guy, Joel Osteen, is not a good person. He's a, a phony as far as I'm concerned. Uh, this guy here lives the lavish lifestyle. Anybody who think I'm lying, go on the Internet and look at the multi-million dollar home that he lives in, the, the sports cars that he drives. This guy here is all about money from the people that attend his church. But you know something, man? This trade, this this situation could have been a whole lot worse. It's, it's a shame that you have to have armed, undercover police officers in a church. But the the people don't seem to realize that this woman, a man, or whoever the hell he was, he could have killed forty to fifty people, or maybe even more. He had an AR-15 rifle, from what I'm understanding. This could have been a whole lot more tragic. So people out there who say that guns need to be off the street, we talked about this before. Well, you're absolutely right, Mike. Church, on Sunday morning, a lot of people would have lost their lives. What'd you say? I said you're you're absolutely right, Mike, and I, I appreciate your call. Your cells kind of going in and out on me there. I think you might be in a bad cell area, but thank you very much as always. I appreciate your comments. Uh, look, here's the deal on this. Um, this is exactly what Chris Ray has been talking about, the FBI director. You remember yesterday when I was telling you because of the open borders, the sheriff in Ohio. Remember? We even played the sound throughout the morning yesterday. The sheriff in Ohio, who just came back from the International Sheriff's Conference in D.C., where Chris Ray told them, the sheriffs of America, it's not a matter of if, it's going to happen. It's a matter of when these terrorist attacks happen, because terrorists have been flowing across the southern border under the leadership, or when this country's been under Joe Biden's administration. The border has been wide open, and terrorists have come in here. And even, I, I, you know, listen, I don't believe the mainstream media when they're telling me stuff like you know, mental health issues and all of that. I believe the physical evidence that I see. The physical evidence that we see is a seven-year-old boy, okay, a seven-year-old boy who is shot in the head, 
I happen to believe that seven-year-old boy was being used as a human shield a la Hamas. Why do I believe that? Because this person, boy, girl, man, woman, whatever, trans, whatever, had Palestine on the buttstock of the gun. You just don't put... And, and what, I, what I'm trying to find out right now from my contacts in the Houston Police Department, was she or him or it wearing one of those hijabs from Palestine? I want to know. You know, what I'm, you know the ones I'm talking about. I want to know. But my point is, this is the America that Joe Biden has delivered to us now. These terrorists are... That's a terrorist. You go into a church of 20,000 people with an AR, and you're there to shoot people, you're a terrorist. That's ex- By definition, that's what you are. And so here we sit with these people who are now activated on behalf of Palestine, on behalf of the, the, the terrorists of Palestine, the murderers and the rapists, because of Joe Biden's decisions that he made down at the border with Alejandro Mayorkas and, by the way, Barack Obama through Susan Rice. I've got some inside uh, information concerning that coming up as well. But let me get back to these phones over here at 210-599-5555. Good morning, Adam. You're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning, Trey. You know, uh, Trey, some of the leftist media can continue to make excuses for, for Biden. You know, one even suggested it's like a superpower to be half C now. You know, he was already a total idiot. But Trey, Russia, China... You know, North Korea terrorists, they all see the truth. They're all on the move, Trey, because of uh, his weakness. You know, Trey, Biden's opened borders. You know, there was about 2,000 Chinese nationals coming in the year. Now it's over 20,000. You know, Trey, I wonder if any of these Chinese nationals could be spies or saboteurs, you know. And, you know, Israel should completely ignore anything Biden suggests. They need to continue doing what they're doing, finish the job, kill all the terrorists. You know, God bless Israel, and thanks for your time, Trey. Thank you, Adam. I appreciate it very much. Let me just say this about the terrorists that are here, that Christopher Ray, director of the FBI, says they will attack us. And he was telling those sheriffs to get back to your communities and prepare because the federal government is not going to come. There is no cavalry that's going to come help you out. It's not coming. The federal government will not have the resources to send to help you out. You must do this on your own, is what Christopher Ray told the sheriffs last week in Washington, D.C. The closer we get to the election in November and the closer we get to the probable change in leadership of Donald Trump becoming the next president of the United States I'll tell you more about that in just a couple of seconds the closer we get the more activated these people are going to become the more likely it's going to be that you're going to see more of this and why is that because Donald Trump has a plan for deportation. The plan is available on the Internet. It's been written about in the Wall Street Journal and other publications where he is going to activate every federal force that he has at his disposal. He's going to set up these processing stations down along the border. He is going to round these people up. He's going to send them to these processing stations and then kick them right out of the country as soon as they're processed and get them out of here. They know it's coming. The Democrats know it's coming. The pro-illegal alien forces in our country know it's coming. That's why I believe you're going to see more of this type of activity between now 
in November. Brad, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning, Brad. Good morning, Trey. Just a, a kind of a heads up. Uh, Central America, notably El Salvador, has a very high Arab slash Palestinian population. In fact, I believe the man who's the president of El Salvador is an Arab Christian. And uh, so when people say, well, she was an El Salvadoran immigrant, I would uh, peel back a little deeper and find that she's probably uh, Arab Muslim. And uh, all of them in Central America, uh, and uh, even Venezuela has a sizable uh, Muslim population. They have all been drilled and trained to hate Israel and be sympathetic and supportive of the PLO. So, yeah, people coming across the border telling you, hey, I'm from this country, that country. Well, were you born there? No, my parents immigrated there. And that's likely what this woman was. Uh, And also, she was obviously mentally ill and confused. And the gun, the rifle that she had with Palestine on it, I'm wondering if she bought it with that already on it or put it on there herself. But either way, it doesn't make any difference. But, you know, Robert F. Kennedy was his dad, Bobby Kennedy Jr., his dad was killed by a Palestinian terrorist. People don't realize that. And I wonder what he would think about our lax border controls. If the media well, we already know. him and see what he... We, we yeah, already know because he, he, he said this past weekend he'd shut it down. And as far as the, the AR is concerned, it's our understanding that she bought the AR new back in December, so it wouldn't have come with that on there. She was the one that... Apparently, she was the single owner of that AR. Apparently. So, it, you know, and thank you, Brad. I appreciate hearing from you, as always. Yeah, that's very interesting, isn't it? And when you think about how many we have imported here of late and you see the southern border is wide open you saw the video just a couple of weeks ago of the guy down at the border saying soon you will know who i am and you know he was traced back to uh very muslim countries over in the middle east how about all the somalians that are in minnesota minnesota's packed they elected uh ilhan omar and she was out last week on video saying I'm not here to serve the people of the United States. I'm here to serve Somalia, and one day I will go. And she was speaking in Somalian language. She said, one day I will return to my homeland, my motherland, but right now I'm here as a plant, essentially, in the U.S. Congress to serve the people of Somalia. The House Oversight Committee is giving the Justice Department until Monday to produce the transcripts of the Biden interview with the special counsel, where the special counsel said uh, he can't even run his car, much less the country. So I got that coming up for you, and it's official now. The Senate has passed $96 billion foreign foreign aid package bill. $60 $60 billion of that goes to Ukraine. They've been up fighting about this all night long. The money river from you, your hard-earned taxpayer dollars, will continue to flow to Ukraine so they can skim off the top. So the corruption continues in Ukraine. And so traitorous, treasonous uh, swamp characters in the United States can continue to get their kickbacks. It just now passed. Yes, we're going to have a list of the treasonous Republicans who voted for it and put Ukraine ahead of the United States. We'll get that to you and so much more coming up. Tell you about my friends over at River City Oral Surgery and Dr. Mark Havercorn. River City Oral Surgery for your better health. You know, here's the deal at River City Oral Surgery. He's one of the finest. Dr. Havercorn is one of the finest uh, facial and oral surgeons in all of America. And they are dedicated to your peace and your comfort while you're there, but also 
been an outstanding experience for you. Let's just talk about dental implants for just a moment because everybody's talking about dental implants. Everybody's interested in dental implants because they work. Number one, they give you a beautiful smile so you feel better about yourself every time you look in the mirror and smile. Number two, though, helps improve your overall health because if you've got infected teeth or broken or missing teeth, that's bad for your health. You can replace them with a full set of dental implants from River City Oral Surgery. They are completely transparent. You know exactly what you're going to pay for the procedure. And they take great care in making sure you have a wonderful experience there. As an example, it's not just Dr. Havercorn. You've got another MD there that's a cardiac specialist who is an anesthesiologist to put you asleep while they do the procedure. Find out more about all their great services at River City Oral Surgery and their very transparent uh, prices, which is right there on the website. RiverCityOralSurgery.com, RiverCityOMS.com. I Trey Ware with a reminder that not all... And it's 5.55 now, KTSA. Good morning. Uh, today is Tuesday. It is the 13th day of February. And I got a list of the uh, folks who voted to, the Republicans, that is, of, who voted to advance this Ukrainian bill just a little while ago. It, the vote was 70 to 29. I'll get that list to you in a second. But first, House Oversight Committee is giving the Justice Department until Monday to pr- produce the transcript of the Biden interview with the special counsel, her, that we heard so much about last week. Why Monday? Now, <laughs> you get that stuff over to us right now. Not a chance for them to, uh, you know, tear it up, delete it, uh, black it out with a Sharpie, you know, all those kind of things. Oops, we just happened to lose it. You know, we don't know where it is. Well, I don't know where the transcript is. No, no, no. I want it now. I want it not right now. I want it at my office by noon today. Are we going to hold you all in contempt? We're going to prosecute you on that contempt. Because that's the other part of that. It's always, or, or what? So what? By the way, As we dig into what the special counsel said in his report, they have not been able to locate a lot of the classified documents that Biden stole, the special counsel. So he's unable to determine if these uh, top secret documents that Biden stole throughout the years have been returned as he willfully mishandled classified documents. They don't know where they are. And in the report, it notes that the team responsible for managing the classified materials can't even get, couldn't get Joe Biden to bring them back. He removed documents from notebooks. This is how willful he was in picking and choosing what he was going to steal. You know how you have to, with a notebook, click it open and pull out the documents? He was doing that all the time. Top secret briefing book that he had. High secure, uh, the highest security uh, classification, the highest levels of our sensitivity, and they can't find it. It has disappeared. Huh. Have they looked in China? Bill, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning. How you doing, Trey? Doing well, Bill. Hey, buddy, I'm uh, calling you from Brunswick, Maine. I'm a native Texan, born and raised down there, uh, and grew up most of my life on the south side of San Antonio. Um, last week I had a chance to go down and, uh, make that rally or week before last, I guess now, yeah. uh, down, down there outside of Kimado. And, uh, I hadn't been able to listen to the radio much afterwards. So I don't know what's, what you guys might've been talking about it, but I'll tell you what, it was a positive experience. It was a, it was a, it was very positive. Great, great time down there. Good. I even had a chance. I even got interviewed by, uh, uh, a Chinese, uh, uh, reporter i guess he was with a camera i asked him where he was from uh 
He said he was from Los Angeles, but uh, I think they they speak better English over there. I don't know where this guy was from. <laughs> sure, <laughs> you know. But uh, they asked they asked me so the first thing they asked me was, "What were you doing here?" And I said, "Well, I'm down here to show my support for the border, and you know and what we need to do, and we need to send a message back up to Washington and all these guys up there telling them, hey, we need to control that,' you know." Yeah. So, so uh, I just wanted to I just wanted to pass that on to you. I'm glad you did, Bill, and thanks for checking in all the way from Maine. I always appreciate hearing from our listeners no matter where they are. And in Maine, you stay warm up there if you can. All right, Bill, thank you very much. When we come back, we're going to break down those who voted for and those who voted against this bill that's a betrayal bill of the United States. Once again, putting the USA last and Ukraine first. Who said yes? Who said no? Coming up, Trey Ware, KTSA. America's Diamond has never sold lab-grown diamonds. 606 550 KTSA, FM 1071. The Trey Ware page at KTSA.com. Well, the Senate has done it. The Senate and the swamp, in my view, treasonous activity here by putting Ukraine ahead of the United States. They have passed their $95 billion package. $60 billion of that is going to go straight into the pockets of the thieves, the liars, and the cheats in Ukraine. Senators were up all night. Ted Cruz was scheduled to be on my show this morning, but he had to back out because they're going to go to sleep. They've been up all night. They just had the vote a little while ago. Let me give you a thumbnail of it. Cruz and Vance and Lee and Rand Paul tried all night long to stop this insanity this betrayal bill, this giveaway. But swamp Republicans decided to turn on voters and decided to turn back on what they said just about a month or so ago by saying, well, we're going to have to defend this border, our own border, before any money goes back to Ukraine. John Cornyn said that. But once again, he's betraying the people. Texas needs to be primaried. This betrayal bill, by the way, has a poison pill in there for Donald Trump. Should he become the president and decide to end the war, he will be impeached for going back on this bill. Oh, yeah, that's actually in there. They want to impeach him again, just like they did over the corruption of the Biden crime family in Ukraine. This is corruption. This is money laundering, of course. We know that that goes on in Ukraine. This is a money river flowing to Ukraine. Now, who voted how? Final vote was 70 to 29, 70 to 29. 17 Republicans said yes to advance the bill. 17 Republicans said that Ukraine's border is more important than our own. Those 17 Republicans are Shelley Moore Capito of West Virginia, Bill Cassidy, Susan Collins, Joni Ernst, Charles Grassley, John Kennedy, Mitch McConnell, Jerry Moran, Lisa Murkowski, Mitt Romney, of course, Mike Rounds, Dan Sullivan, John Thune, Tom Tillis, Roger Wicker, Todd Young, and John Cornyn, all going back on their word, their solemn word to the voters, their solemn word to other senators, not one more penny to Ukraine until our southern border is taken care of. Now, who stood against it? 31 Republican senators. Here they are. The Republicans. Barrasso, Blackburn, Boozman, Crapo, Cruz of Texas, Danes, Fisher, Graham. That's Lindsey Graham. That's a shocker. Uh, Haggerty, Hawley, Hoven, Hyde-Smith, Johnson, Lankford, Lee, 
Marshall, Mullen, Rand Paul of Kentucky, Ricketts, Rish, Rubio of Florida, Schmidt, Scott of Florida, Scott from South Carolina, Tuberville from uh, Alabama, and J.D. Vance from Ohio, all voting against that legislation that would put Ukraine ahead of the United States. This is where we are. They're making their final comments. They were up all night. They voted on it about an hour or so ago. It passed about uh, 30 minutes or so ago. And so the Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, has been railing against this. He is in support of our border. He wants the money to go to our border. But yet, guess what? They've got a little procedure maneuver that they put in place here. It's called the discharge position. And in the discharge position, they can go around House leadership and put it directly on the House floor so that Democrats can pass this. And your money being stolen from you to be given to Ukraine first before securing our own border. That's why I call it an act of treason. These folks are are paid for by you. You vote for these folks, and they betray you in order to line up with Ukraine. And they've done this time and time and time again. And every one of them that's on that list that I just gave you need to be voted out of office. And that includes primarying John Cornyn. I got crossways with him over that gun grab legislation that he helped right after Uvalde and now on this as well. It's time to end this, folks. It's time to say no. America first. Not these globalists and this huge agenda to, to put us under some you know legislative body that's going to run the world which is exactly what these senators, make no mistake, that's exactly what these senators voted for. I've had my belly full of this. Well, let's talk about the border for just a second. Nobody knows the border better than Mark LaHood. Mark LaHood is from Laredo and ended up here in San Antonio and through some very unfortunate circumstances involving his brother, one of his brothers, the other one I talked to last week, Nico. He ends up in politics, and he ends up trying to make a difference in people's lives. And his burning issue right now, of course, as it is with most of us, is the border. And Mark LaHood is joining me on the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. And, Mark, first of all, good morning to you. I appreciate your time. Uh, what, you know, your thoughts, first of all, on uh, the, the passage of this legislation overnight. Well, you know, sadly, I'm not surprised. I mean, that's the issue that we're seeing right now here in Texas. I mean, the Republican Party has a reckoning, which is, do we believe in principles or do we just talk about principles? And that is, quite honestly, the same thing we're seeing here. You know, people that are voting against our interests and our principles to appease the establishment. And um, I've been saying this since I ran for DA. If we fired our elected officials more often, they would not betray us as much. You know, you just nailed it because I've been talking about a long time. Don't I, I don't pay any attention to what people say. I watch what they do, and particularly when it comes to politicians, because politicians will kiss your fanny out in public all day long and make you feel good about yourself. And I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that, just as they did just a month ago. John Cornyn was saying, "No more money for Ukraine until the southern border is secure and taken care of." And so he, you know, turns his back once again on Texans today. And I, I always say. Watch what people do and not what they say. Amen. I mean, actions speak louder than words. Every time. I know you're running for uh, the Republican seat in, in uh, 121, and uh, you're up against a, a couple of others. Um, and, and people have reached out to me and said, tell me about Mark LaHood. 
couple, a couple of guys said yesterday, Trey, I really trust you on your thoughts, so tell me about Mark LaHood. And, uh, you know, I talk about your conservative chops. I talk about the fact that Bear County screwed up by not putting you in the DA's office and getting rid of this Soro plant, Soros plant that's, that's running the, the DA's office right now. But uh, that the people of Texas in 121 got a chance to, to make that different by putting you in, uh, in 121. So what, do you, what would you do? if you're elected to, uh, to represent the people of Texas there? So I have three main priorities, but there's four objectives, because I think the, the last one has twofold. One and foremost, I mean, everyone's talking about it, but no one's doing anything about it, is the border. Like, what no one really talks about is four years ago, four and a half years ago, when Trump was still in office, we had the lowest border, illegal border crossings in about 45 years. And now we're seeing, what, nine on the low end to 15, 20 million people have crossed. And so one thing no one talks about is this. There's a joke, right? In the Texas House, that's where bills go to die because there's about 20 Republicans, quote unquote, that vote against the majority. So we have to fund the border. We have to build a border wall, a real one, meaning that I went to Eagle Pass and no one talks about this. Our Eagle Pass national border and along the our national border, it's <clears throat> it's shipping containers. That's our national border. We have to build a wall. We have to enforce it. We have to empower, like legitimately, not just putting on a message for voters. We have to actually fund and support for a strong border, first okay. and foremost. Second, right. is election integrity. You know, people don't mm-hmm. know this, but Steve Allison is the author of the bill that reduced election fraud from a felony to a misdemeanor. And I'm not going to speculate why he did that, other than knowing that that's something that I, you know, you would have to, you couldn't force me to do. I mean, election, election integrity and, and voter fraud has to be to a higher standard, mm-hmm. not a less. And then my third priority is what I call freedom. And that involves two things. One, there is an agenda to force woke indoctrination on our kids. Steve Allison drafted a bill that would have forced, I don't know if y'all know what it is. I'm sure you do. DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion. Mm-hmm drafted a bill that would have forced that on our children from kindergarten to 12th grade. And then on top of that, I believe that parents and the citizens know what's best for themselves, not the government. And I'm not ashamed to say that I'm, I'm 100% in support of school choice. And those are my four priorities in the House this year. Let me ask you a question, kind of circling back. I'm just about out of time, and I'm visiting with Mark LaHood. Um, Mark, discussion that I had over the weekend with a couple of folks who are considering running for mayor in San Antonio. Uh, And the question they asked me is, can a conservative win here? And my answer was, well, first of all, not if you're only turning out 13% of the voters. You've got to turn out the rest of the 87%. You've got to get the north side to turn out if you're going to have a conservative win, such as yourself. Uh, if you're, if a conservative is going to win, you got to have somebody with some serious chops who will not back down, who has a strong spine, a la Trump, who will stand in the face of the onslaught of the socialist Democrats at city council. And uh, you got to have somebody who's got the, the strength to do that. If you found somebody like that that could run for mayor of San Antonio to at least have a conser- one conservative voice among a bunch of socialists on the, on the county, on the, on the city council, can a conservative win the mayor's chair or any other position, elected position in Bear County? Call me an optimist. I do believe we can. You know, when we ran for DA, um, granted, I, I didn't have that much time to focus on the general, mm-hmm. but we pulled about 2% of the vote more than anybody else. And our messaging was clear. It was just matter of fact principles that apply to everyone. You know, the, the biggest 
the biggest mistake we have is ignoring the fact that at our base, we all want the same things. We might have a different approach of getting there. And so as that message grows, as Lexit grows, as people are awakened, I mean, the only positive thing about Biden being in office is there are people that myself right. and even my, my oldest daughter used to argue with yeah. at the reelection camp. You know, I'm not going to vote for Trump, never, are now saying I'm going to vote for Trump because re- people realize That's that right. conservative principles, when applied, work. And so I do believe it's possible. The only question is, has San Antonio suffered enough to open their eyes? Man, that's exactly what I said yesterday when I discussed this. I said, uh, and and we're saying this in Illinois, by the way, and in Chicago, uh, there are people, Democrats in Illinois and in Chicago, who are saying this border crisis, the fact that we've got all these people that are sleeping all over our airports, all over our streets, and, and bringing crime to our area that came across the southern border, it's turning Illinois and Chicago purple from solid blue to purple. And that's what I said yesterday, Mark, is that San Antonio, and it doesn't matter to me, I don't care what little letter you put behind your name, right? And San Antonio and San Antonians, and I'm a lifelong San Antonian, are getting fed up with all the crap we see on the streets, all the people sleeping underneath the bridges, the little shanty towns that are set up, all the crime explosion that's going up, that's going on, and that this mayor and this city manager have unabashedly said that they are, the, the, the San Antonio is the hub of this human transportation model that Joe Biden has going on, and that if anything is going to put San Antonio in play, it's that issue. Mark LaHood, i got to jump and run, but hopefully we'll get a chance to visit some more in the future. I do appreciate your time this morning. Hey, Trey, thank you so much. God bless you, man. Thank you. All right, a quick break, 210-599-5555. The power in Texas is getting better if Joe Biden will get out of the way. Details on that coming up. I want to tell you about my friends over at Lifestyles Unlimited. That's Lifestyles Unlimited. The website is GiveMeTotalFreedom.com, and that's where you learn how to invest in real estate. It's a winner. It really can be for you as well if you know how, if you have the keys to put the lock and turn to the success that you need in investing in real estate. Uh, a lot of people have all their eggs in one basket like a 401k or maybe two baskets like a 401k and an IRA or something like that, and you watch that stock market, which is all built on emotion, and it just drives you crazy. Well, let me tell you something. Real estate is good. I mean, it always has been because people always got to have a place to live. And if you're providing that place to live, <clears throat> you're on the solid side of making money. And by the way, it's money that can last forever, even after you pass. Your friends over at Lifestyles Unlimited are teaching people every day every year how to invest in real estate they've made so many people into into millionaires and it's hard work but if you're willing to work they'll give you the principles you need to get in what's called the wealth cycle find out more by logging on the website and make sure you use my name when you do for all the great discounts that's give me totalfreedom.com promo code where w-a-r-e mostly sunny today at 67 cloudy tomorrow and 64 right now it's 35 degrees at ktsa Good morning. We are in good shape as you head out and about this early. I'm <laughs> walking that tightrope. Hang on. Just don't look down. Wow. <laughs> now tightrope's something you got to feel. One foot in front of the other real slow, Stevie. That's what I'm talking about. Ah. Greatest guitar work, man. All right, 624 KTSA, Trey Ware here, along with Elaine, and there's Jimmy, and there's Don, and Jimmy at the controls this morning. Rand Paul overnight, sounding off on this giveaway to Ukraine.
Open the champagne, pop the cork. The Senate Democrat leader and the Republican leader are on the way to Kiev. They've got $60 billion they're bringing. I don't know if it'll be cash in pallets, but they're taking your money to Kiev. Now, they didn't have much time, really no time and no money, to do anything about our border. We're being invaded. A literal invasion's coming across our border. 800,000 people came illegally in the last month, and all they had time to do in the Senate was get the money, get the cash pallets, load the planes, get the champagne ready, and fly to Kiev. I love him. <laughs> I love Rand Paul. There's a few. J.D. Vance is another one from Ohio. Check him out. Mike Lee from Utah, another one. Check him out. And, of course, our own Tom Cruise. Or Tom Cruise. <laughs> I have Tom Cruise on the brain, guys. Now he's going to be on. <laughs> <laughs> I have him on the brain. And you know why? There's a story, a couple of stories about him today. One of them has to do with this uh, girl he's hooked up with from Russia. He's got a from Russia with love. I don't know. I, I have no idea who she is. She's a beauty, you know, like he is. And something else about him not taking drugs from Big Pharma. He, do, he doesn't take any medication or something. He does it all naturally That's or something. That's part of the Scientology, isn't it? I think so. Maybe yeah. so. I don't know. But if he's, if he's... How old is she? Like 12 or... Probably. Oh, well, no. She's of legal age at least. 25? 17, 18, I guess. I don't know. Somewhere along in there. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I have no idea. He's uh, not Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. DiCaprio is the one that finds all the young stuff. Right. <laughs> him and Biden both. Um, let's see here. Uh, I just checked the Twitter feed for Greg Abbott, the governor. Texas is adding 1,200 megawatt natural gas power plants to the grid. It's enough power for 800,000 homes in the state of Texas. Glory and hallelujah. New 1,200 megawatt natural gas power plants to the grid. Enough power for 800,000 homes. May I remind you that Joe Biden is in the process of canceling natural gas. So, in, in Texas, trying to get it back in Texas for protecting our border, keeping the criminals, the terrorists, the rapists, and the murderers out, which Joe obviously wants here in, in, in Texas. So, now that he's trying to cancel the natural gas, that will obviously take these new megawatt natural gas power plants off the grid. I'm still waiting to hear from Texas Democrats. When are they going to criticize? When is Ron Nirenberg and the and the Castros and the Democrats in, in Austin, when are they going to criticize Joe Biden for trying to take our power plants off the grid now, which will end up killing people in the state of Texas? It's going to cost schools a ton of money. It's going to remove the opportunity for children to go, to move ahead because it's going to cost Texas and our economy because we won't be able to sell liquid natural gas. And then with all these power plants we are using to support the grid here in Texas, the lights are going to go out. You're going to have very cold winters without any power and very hot summers without any power thanks to Joe Biden. And yet, nary, nary a Democrat 
is criticizing him. You're not surprised, though. 210-599-5555. At Stevens Roofing, you've got the best when it comes to roofing care for your home. From San Antonio, folks. And that's the difference maker right there. When you live in the community, you want to take really special care of the community. And that's what they do at Stevens Roofing every day. Now, we've had these storms that came through here recently in the past week or so, right? Lots of high winds. Even yesterday morning was an extremely high wind day. That's the time when you want to get them to come out and take a look at your roof. They're not going to charge you for that, obviously. And they're not going to hold you to any kind of obligation for having them come out. It's just a service they provide to the people of San Antonio to make sure your roof is all good. So get in touch with Stevens Roofing today. Whether you're talking about metal or composition, whether you're talking about residential or commercial, if you need a roof or maybe you don't even know that you need a roof, maybe you do, your friends at Stevens Roofing are the ones to have come out with a free, no-obligation inspection. Just log on to the website, and there's a place right there you can invite them out to your home. StevensRoofing.net. Hello, I'm Dr. Man, I don't like to talk over this. <laughs> That's sacrilege right there, baby. Oh, rush. Live, live. Yeah. Love it. What a great way to start a Tuesday, huh? So, Don, Don, why did you want to hear this today, huh? What's up? Because it's Rush. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, it was uh, yesterday huh? was uh, 43 years since that album came out. Huh, don't even Moving tell me pictures. that. Yeah. Are you serious? I'm serious. 43 years? What, what was 43 that been, years. 81, 82, somewhere along in there? 81. Oh, man. Oh, February 12th, 1981. <laughs> wow, I was eight years old. Oh, shut up. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you know where I was? Probably right where you are That's now. That's right. Yeah. That's exactly right. Wow. Has it really been that long? I was, I was on a nap pad eating graham crackers and oh, drinking juice. Shut up. <laughs> I, bet I, was you... in, I was in junior high school. Oh, come on, boys. <laughs> I bet you Getty is not uh, feeling that, all right? I mean, you know, he's got a no. bank account that's pretty healthy this morning. Yep. Hey, by, by the way, i just tell you something about Rush. Maybe you don't know this, Don. I, no, there's no way, you, I, no way I can stump you on music. Without Joe Anthony, the godfather of rock and roll at Kiss here in San Antonio, you wouldn't have known about Rush. He was the one. Well, Don would have because he was up there in Maine. Us <laughs> down here in San Antonio <laughs> wouldn't have known it without the godfather. Uh, uh, by the way, a, yeah. always popped a top on a six-pack of rock and That's roll. That's it. There you yeah. go, man. Yeah. So did you listen to him? Did you listen to him? Yeah, when I was eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he he was the kingmaker when it came to rock and roll music in San Antonio. San Antonio's always had a big affinity for you know heavy rock. And um, and at that time, Rush was heavy rock. Today, they're kind of AC. <laughs> yeah, right? You, but, you hear them in the grocery store. That's Oh, yeah, yeah, all the time, you know. Uh, but at that time, you know, they were trying to get some gigs booked and get some things going for them, and they were having a really hard time. And yeah. uh, the godfather, Mr. Uh, Anthony, said, no, I'm going to bring you to San Antonio. And when he did, and he did it more than once, but when he did, crowds were huge. A lot of times over at Randy's Rodeo, which doesn't exist anymore, which was a nightclub off of Bandera inside of, six, uh, inside of Loop 410. <clears throat> and uh, there were a lot of big shows over there that, that Rush had. So b- bottom line is, 
Without the Godfather of rock and roll in San Antonio, there would not have been a rush. No, the world would not have known about the number one rock and roll band of all what time. What about our C.J. Cruz? Well, no, no, no. She, she wasn't old enough for that. Now, she <laughs> she used to play rock and roll. In a fine Texas Aggie, by the way. Yes, yeah, she is, for sure. And C.J., by the way, um, is very famous in the rock and roll world. Even before she started, she, you know, she worked here for a while. Uh, and she and I would do events together. And we would go to those events, and all those black T-shirt wearing guys like myself, I wear a black <laughs> T-shirt every day, would show up and just praise her and fawn at her. I remember f- when I would produce for her, and what? everyone was just in awe. Oh, yeah, man. She's, she's a rock star. The electric sure. lady, Debbie Alcacer. I talk about her all the time. She was doing this before uh, most females in rock and roll in oh, San Antonio. Talk about her all the time, how she was a trendsetter. She, she was a, a, a glass ceiling breaker. Our own traffic, Debbie Alcacer. She was the electric <laughs> lady on rock and roll radio. So, I actually, the first consultant I ever worked with was a lady named Donna Halper. Uh huh. Yeah. And she was the first American DJ to play Rush on the radio in yeah. Cleveland. Uh huh. Um, and, oh, and, she played Working Man? Yeah, she was the one that spun Working Man. That was the uh, first song they played in yeah. the U.S. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Right. So, wow. she was a, it was, it was like the first thing she mentioned to me when I walked in for my consultant air checks you know you sit down and have the air check session with them right and she introduced herself she's like yeah i was the first dj in america to play rush yeah I'm like well i can't top that <laughs> well you'll, you'll soon hear <laughs> yeah well speaking of can't top nobody's ever been able to top neil Peart either because that that man he created sounds with the drums that nobody had ever even thought of before. Yeah, he was a composer on drums, which is rare. Usually, most guys get back there and just make a lot of noise. Yeah, but uh, he like animal. Make the, yeah, basically. <laughs> well, yeah, Keith Moon. The dude had, he had a PhD in yeah. animal in drums. Well, I think all, <laughs> animal. You know what? All three of them. <laughs> all three of them are doctorates in music, are they not? I believe they were or are. You know, the two that's left. Yeah. I, I believe so. Yeah. Uh, I could be wrong about that, but I know at least Neil had a doctorate in, in uh, composing music. I never listened to Rush, but Animal, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she probably dated a few of them. <laughs> she did, yeah. <laughs> Until she got right and found one that's not an animal. Right? I actually have a giant poster of Neil Peart hanging up here in, in my studio. Do you home. really? Yeah. I've, well, had it, I've always had some, you know, some poster of him hanging up somewhere. Yeah. But <laughs> Is there a black light in a lava lamp? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, he, he when, looks down over me to make sure I get it right. Well, when you listen to Tom Sawyer, he was the lead. Usually, usually a guitar leads or the bass will kind of kind of lead the way the bass line. Yeah. It's very rare that drums are the lead in a song. You listen to Tom Sawyer, he was the lead in that song, particularly that drum solo in the middle. That's yeah. amazing. Work. Back to your studio, Don. Do you have like a weave or a fake long hair like a Howard Stern hair that you like to put on when you're jamming well, on those records? Yeah, but that's usually on the weekends. I invite the neighbors over. A mullet. Well, that's We're okay. a bunch of old hippies in my neighborhood, so yeah, it's, it's the, a lot of fun. We, we already did that to the fathead that's hanging in the studio here. We already put awesome. hair on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it yeah. a Rastafarian look. We have a little sprout going at the top of your head. <laughs> you got a bald head with a little sprout poking up. Like Excellent. Dennis the Menace. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, all right, quick break. We'll come right back. 210-599-5555. Porcelain. It's big difference maker for your home. Porcelain looks great. Okay, Corian was good for its time. Granite was good for its time. But, you know, all that labor of making sure the granite was clean and disinfected 
So you didn't put something down on there and it picked up whatever was there the last time? Nope. You don't have to worry about any of that. With Surface. Surface SA is the sole porcelain showroom in Texas. Whether it's countertops, island tops, bathroom countertops, whether it's an entryway or a dining room area, this beautiful porcelain from Surface will go great anywhere. And mention Treyware, and they'll take $1,000 off the installation of your porcelain. The future of stone in homes and businesses is porcelain. No doubt about that. There's going to come a time when that granite that you have in your kitchen right now is going to be, eh, 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 that's kind of boring, dull, and it's way too hard to take care of. Not so with porcelain. I have seen where they take hot cookware right off the stove and just place it on the porcelain, and it does not hurt it, not one little bit. So easy to care for. You just wipe up. You got a little mess you made. Just wipe it right up. Don't even have to worry about it. You don't have to worry about stains and cracking and, you know, knocking a chip off here and there. It's tough. So you're one and done when you put porcelain in your home from Surface right here in San Antonio. Log on to the website, find out more, and get that $1,000 discount by mentioning Trey Ware, surfacesa.com. Ensure financial security with an annuity from KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Yeah. It's a 6.50 now, KTSA. couple of emails, Trey at ktsa.com. You can email me or you can call me. And text me, too, at 210-599-5555. Email from uh, Jerry. Hey, Trey, I saw Rush at Randy's in their first show. Visited Joe Anthony and Lou Roney. Man, there's a couple of great names right there. Good times, great nostalgia, and thanks. And I appreciate the uh, email, Jerry. This one from Rodney. Traffic report. I've been wanting to tell a funny story that happened the other day. First, my wife, and this, by the way, this is from uh, Rodney. First, my wife has Elaine's sense of humor. I was driving and noticed a school bus 50 yards ahead of me in the next lane. This bus hit that metal plate that's in the road, the one we've been talking about for a month or so, went flying like the General Lee. (laughs) Well, it bopped in the air for quite a bit. My wife was looking at her phone as usual, so I explained what had just happened. She said, oh, man, were there kids on it? That's hilarious. Remember when the buses used to hit a bump and we all bounced into the air? Man, I sure missed that. Well, to her disappointment, there were no kids on the bus. (laughs) (laughs) You want kids on the bus to be bouncing in the air? (laughs) Right. That was awesome when that happened as a kid. No seatbelts flying up, book bags going everywhere. Yep. Yeah, you found was, out who was holding when that would happen. That was great. <laughs> who was holding? <laughs> who was holding what? Bouncing out of their pocket. <laughs> out of their denim jacket with patches yeah. of bands on it. Yes. <laughs> I never rode the bus. I walked. I did. I walked to school. Well, lucky. I got to school back. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Lucky when it's 110 degrees outside. Yeah. Roach clips flying in the air. <laughs> With a a feather hanging from it. You know, I was 16 before I knew. What bus did he ride? I know, right? Magic bus. (laughs) N-E-I-S-D, baby. Well, there you go. That explains that. Don't don't be throwing up your hand signals now. Northeast side. You gangbanger. Roosevelt. I I rode the bus in Bangor, Maine. Ours had a snowplow in front of it. Yeah, right. Exactly. (laughs) Do you know I was 16 before I knew what a a roach clip was? Get out of here. I'm dead serious. 
You've been in this business since you were 10 years old. And it was well, 16 but, before you but, found out no, what a roach clip is. Keep in mind, I worked at a country station. Now, I could tell you what a Lone Star beer can looked like. Well, yeah. <laughs> I could tell you what the inside of a Lone Star beer can looked like. Country radio at that time. They, they didn't do dope in country what radio. What they call the, the pointed cowboy boots. I call them roach killers. Yeah, we roach call them. Killers, we yeah. call them snake yeah, killers. Okay. We call them snake killers. So you know what a roach killer is? Yeah, but not right. Roach but I didn't know what cl- roach clip was till I got into contemporary hit radio. And <laughs> a couple of those guys said, "Here, man, here's a roach clip." I said, "What is yeah. that?" Every every YMCA, <laughs> the rock and roll. Every YMCA counselor I had had roach clips. Oh my god! And they would trust them to take care of us kids. That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> I worked with a guy one time. You know that plastic. That's the, the the inner liner over the, the door windows of cars, that piece of plastic. I worked with a guy one time that I got in his car to go to lunch one day, and he had pre-rolled about a dozen joints, and they were up in that. He had stuffed them in that plastic up there. And that's the last time I ever got in his car. <laughs> hey, dude. First off, I don't need jail time. That's the last thing right. I need. And second of all, I don't need Jeannie Where'd Jekyll. Where did you guys go eat lunch? It was munchy time. I, I don't even remember. Right? But Taco I, Bell? I said, I don't need Jeannie Jekyll to write an article about me being caught with a guy in a car with a bunch of roaches there. So forget yeah. about it. Huh? It's the last thing you need. That's, that's right. A, that's a professional move. I never even thought of that. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, okay. So according to Economist YouGov, more people now believe that Joe Biden is going to lose to Donald Trump. And here was the question. This is an important part. It's not, these are not Trump supporters. Here's how they placed it. Regardless of who you prefer, who do you think will win the presidential election if Joe Biden were the Democrat candidate and Donald Trump were the Republican candidate? 43% say that Trump would win. 36 believe that uh, Joe Biden would win. Now, Rasmussen out with a new thing today. Which one of the following do you respect most as a leader? And the list was Donald Trump, Joe Biden, Barack Obama, Bernie Sanders, Nikki Haley, Mitt Romney, Hillary Clinton. Number one by a long shot. Remember the question wasn't who do you support, who are you going to vote for? Nope. Which of the following do you respect most as a leader? Number one, Donald Trump, 42%. Number two, Joe Biden, 21%. Donald Trump has a 20-point margin over Joe Biden and who you respect as a leader, most respect as a leader. Barack Obama is third at 17. Bernie Sanders, Nikki Haley on down the line. Here's what's important. Trump's 41%, beats Biden 21, Obama 17, and Hillary 2. Combined, combined, if you if you take all of them, Obama, Hillary, and uh, Biden, and combine what they got, Trump still beats them all. And when you dig deeper into this, a full 28% of black voters claim that Trump was their most respected leader. And that's why they're trying to lock him up or worse, because Democrats are reading the polls as well. CBS, as Don has been reporting in the news, announced yesterday 123.4 million viewers for the Super Bowl. It's uh, challenging the 69 moon landing as the most watched event in the history of television. Taylor Swift, how much airtime did she get? You want to take a guess? Anybody take a guess? Anybody Anybody take a guess? How I'll much airtime did she get? 35 seconds. 35 seconds from him. What do you say, Elaine? How, how much time did Taylor Swift get on TV? Oh, I want to say at least eight to ten minutes. Eight to ten minutes. And Don, what do you say? How how much time? Don is doing Don <laughs> he stuff. He said zero. He's, okay, he's doing zero. His hair. All right, he's doing his hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, then he should have been done years ago, <laughs> right? All right. 
Uh, the t- TV time for Taylor Swift? Yeah. I didn't see her that much. Okay. Maybe, you know, less than a minute. Boy, you guys are good. 54 seconds. Really? That's wow. all she got during the game. 54 seconds, which was uh, still more than Caesar's Palace B-roll. Caesar Palace <laughs> B-roll got 27 seconds. The Sphere got 23 seconds. And Post Malone drinking a Bud Light got 22 seconds. But Taylor got 54 seconds during the entire game. That's all. Did you notice how they erroneously reported 200 million viewers yesterday. Right. And then, mm-hmm. oh, sorry, it's just 123. So, yep. 10 you know, million. What's 85 million people between friends. Come well, on. when you're doing votes and harvesting, I guess it's a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Warren Ryman next, KTSA. For the highest quality hardwood flooring, Kyle.